Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, grace and peace for love of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and I am standing good. God bless you, and a good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for our Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. With brothers and sisters from around the country and abroad, we like to come together to lock arms to pray. Seek the Lord while he may be found and to call upon him while he is near. If this is your first time joining us this morning, we are saying a good God bless you and praise the Lord. We pray, beloved, as this may be your first time joining us, that it will definitely not be your last time joining us. We are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. Every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. I want to say apologies. Apologies. My apologies. Those of you who are with us on Tuesday, who are trying to listen and pray and listen and pray and pray and listen and listen and pray and pray and listen and you know, couldn't get through. I'm so sorry. I was on travel. And I uh, had asked someone to uh, fill in for me, someone who's filled in for me before, who does an amazing, amazing, amazing job. And um, she didn't realize that the entire call was muted, that she was muted. And because I wasn't, um, you know, in front of my laptop, I didn't know, well, I couldn't actually get to her at first because, you know, when you're praying, you've got all your devices on do not disturb and things like that. So. Once she saw all of you kind of start dropping off, she's like, well, wait, something's not right. <laughs> and uh, by the time she figured out, most of you had already left. So we apologize about that, but I want to say thank you so much, Minister Tasha Moore, uh, for uh, your willingness to serve and your willingness to step in and your willingness to, to be here uh, for us. So uh, those of you who are wondering and those of you who are sending me messages, I I'm sorry I couldn't get back to you. I was uh, actually trying to catch a plane <laughs> at an early morning flight on uh, Tuesday. All right? So, But thank you so much for all of you uh, who came back today. Amen? Amen, 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 amen. All right. Let's do this. Let's go to, I just want to read one passage of Scripture out of Psalms of 37 and 5. Psalms chapter 37 and 5. Let me say good morning to a couple of you first before we get started. Let's do that. I'm saying good morning. Thank you so much for waking up and praying with me this morning. Nikki Pickney, thank you so much for waking up and praying with me this morning. Nikki Dickerson, Robin, thank you for waking up and praying with me this morning. Sharla, thank you for waking up and praying with me this morning. Darla, Sharla. Thank you for waking up and praying with me. Dr. Brutz, thank you, sir, for waking up and praying with me. Christine, I see you. Christine was like, Pastor, what is going on? <laughs> I see you, Christine. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for waking up and praying with me this morning. Juanita, I love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for waking up and praying with me this morning. Sybil, I appreciate you. Thank you for being here with me this morning. Twyla, you've been faithful. I appreciate your faithfulness. Thank you for waking up with me this morning. Sometimes I can't see everybody's names because all I can see is um, states and cities and stuff like that. So if I don't say your name, it's because I don't know your name. I don't see your name. Um, I don't see everybody's name, but when I do see names, I'd just like to give you a shout out. Uh, Paul is here. I'm saying hello, hello, hello. Thank you for waking up and praying with me this morning. Randy's here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sister Christine, the other Sister Christine is here. I'm saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then there is a few of you that's on here. I can't see your names or 
numbers are anonymous, and that's okay as well. But I want to let you know that I see you, and I thank you so very much. The Bible tells us in Psalms 37, Psalms 37 says this, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Let's read that again together. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust. Also, there's two things. You've got to make a commitment, right? You've got to make a commitment to the Lord, and then you've got to trust him. So it's, it's, it's watch, this, watch this, beloved. It's two-part us. It's one-part God. It's two-part us. And it's one part God. The two part us is to make, to commit and to trust. And his part is that then he'll bring everything to pass. So I want to talk about um, very quickly. I want to talk about never making never make never make a plan without God. That's the name of our devotional this morning. Never make a plan without God. Um, God. It seems to have an amazing way of uh, redirecting, I should say, redirecting, because um, I don't want to say messing up our plans, because he's not messing up our plans, but it feels like God messes up our plans sometimes. He, he has, let, let's say it like this, God has a uh, an interesting way of, of setting up or, or, or uh, upsetting, upsetting the plans that we have made. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, we have things that we have already planned we're going to do. We've decided on what we're going to do. We've made our minds up of what we're going to do, and then here come God. Here he comes, interrupting our plans. And he especially does these things when we have not taken him into account. When we've made our plans, but we did not actually include God. I'm talking this morning for the next few moments about never making a plan without God. We get ourselves into situations and circumstances that God never wanted us to be in when we make plans without him. And then we suddenly realize that we've been making plans without him and that we've never considered him and what we were wanting to do, how we were going to do it, who we were going to include in our decisions. And when we do these things, when we plan, when we make plans without God, the end result is never it is never what we need it to be, or it's never what we want it to be. The only thing that is going to keep us from even the possibility of, of um, worrying is to bring God into every aspect of our planning 
in our lives. Every aspect, God has to be our planning partner. So when you sit down right now, and why am I talking about this right now? Because we're in December, and we're getting ready to go into the top of the year, and by now you should be planning out your 2024 if you've not already done so. You're probably planning out what you're going to be doing for next year. You're planning out, you know, um, where, where you're going to go. You're planning out what your business is going to look like, what your business model is going to look like, how you're going to increase your business next year. You're, you're thinking about how you're going to get new clientele next year. You're, you're thinking about what products you're going to serve next year. You're, you know, you're thinking about you're doing all of these planning. But, but what I want to say to you, beloved, is that, God has to be a part of every part of the planning that you have for your life. The Bible says to commit your way to the Lord. Well, when the Bible says that word way, it's, uh, it's actually uh, Derek. That's what it's, it's in the English term that would come out, Derek. I don't have the proper Greek transliteration um, of um, uh, of of the word, but it's like Derek. It's literally D E R E K. So I'm sure it's probably like Derek. Um, but what it means is, it means uh, of course a road or a distance, a journey. But it also means a manner, a journey, a habit, a course of life, a way of life. So. So the psalmist is saying to us to commit your life to God, your way of life, commit your manner to God, commit your moral character to God, commit your habits to God. And then when you commit these things, commit your way of being. When the Bible talks about our, 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 our ways, he's talking about our life, the way, how you live your life, making God a priority in your planning should be a way of life. Never sit down with a calendar to make some plans and do not consider God. Not ask him, what do you think? What should I be doing? Who should I connect with? Who should I partner with? Who should I be with? Who should I bring on? Do not do that. Always plan with God. And so, you know, whenever we have um, – we, we know this because we're mature Christians, that we should put God first. Theoretically, we know that. But sometimes we, think, we tend to think that we, we, we overlook, let me say it this way, we overlook the necessity of putting him first in our practical, everyday issues of our life. Excuse me. And so we want to make sure that, in our everyday life, and because, and you know, I've been teaching on hearing the voice of God and how we hear the voice of God and, and all of these things. And so what, I'm, what I want you to understand, beloved, is that as you go throughout the day talking to the Holy Spirit, he will begin talking back to you, and you can um, be, begin to start identifying when he's speaking to you when he's directing you, but you got to talk to him every day, not just for the big stuff, not just for the big stuff. And so, you know, if we, if you have an idea that you have to put uh, 
some type, if it's a spiritual thing or even if it's a, not, if it's a non-spiritual issue, when, when we come to God in prayer, we, we've got to come to God understanding that he wants us to come to him. God wants to be involved in our lives. He wants to be involved in the decision-making because it's just like a child who just says that they're going to make a decision without their parents and they don't consider their parents, they're going to talk to their parents, and then they go and make the decision, and then the whole thing crumbles and they come back, Grandma, I'm dying, and what's the mama going to say? What did that do? Why didn't you ask me in the first place? You should have came to me in the first place. And so this is what, this is what this, you know, uh, put God first is not just a slogan on a T-shirt. Make God first and God first. It's, it's not pray first. It's not just a slogan on a T-shirt, but it is a way of life. And so I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you this morning. I want to pray. Um, I want to pray that you are taking your mind and your life, and you're committing. When the Bible says to commit, to commit ourselves to the Lord, beloved, it means that we entrust everything. It means we entrust our lives, our families, our jobs, our possessions, things that we have. It means that we, it means that we um, entrust everything to God's control and to God's guidance. And, and I, I want you, as we're closing out this year, I want you to start um, including God in every aspect of your life, not just when things start falling apart, but in every aspect. And it becomes difficult. And, you know, as a believer, you would think that it, well, it isn't, but it is, especially when you've been doing things yourself and doing things the way you want to do things, and now you got to go back and ask God. Well, sometimes we don't want to ask God because we already know what he's going to say. We already know he's going to say no. You, you, you already know he's going to say that you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't make that decision or um, that's not the right thing for you or maybe that's not the right partner for you. You already know, but you don't want to ask him because you know what he's going to say. And so we do it anyway because you're grown and you're just going to make your own decisions. But then the problem is you go back and say, you know, I should have really should have listened to what I felt in my spirit. I knew the Lord was telling me not to do that. We don't, we don't have that kind of time anymore, beloved. We don't have that kind of time for those types of mistakes and those type of decisions. Well, to, to, to commit yourself to the Lord means that you trust him. It, it, it means that you believe that he can care for you better than you can care for yourself. So, so the psalmist this morning is telling us to commit our ways to the Lord and to trust also in him, to trust that God has your back, to trust that if it's not working out today, it's okay because God's got something better, to trust that weeping may endure for a night, but that joy is coming in the morning. You don't have to understand it all. He didn't tell us to understand him. He told us to trust him. And so as you are planning your 2024, 
as you're planning this the, the next week, if as you're as you're planning this weekend, as you're as you're planning the, the, the next year that's coming up, never make a plan without God. Never consider him. Never never do anything without getting his wisdom, without giving getting his counsel, without getting his advice. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, because you are our everything. We thank you this morning, Father, because you not only are our life, but you are our health and you are our strength. Everything that we have, it comes from you. Hallelujah. And this morning, we bless your name. We glorify your name. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for sustaining us. We thank you for always being with us. Thank you for never leaving us alone. Thank you for the comfort and for the comforter. Thank you, hallelujah, for leading us and guiding us and ordering our steps. Thank you for giving us a heart and a passion for prayer. Thank you for giving us a mind to pray. Thank you for giving us a heart to pray. Thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you this morning that even when the enemy has come in, we thank you that like a flood, you have raised up a standard against him. We thank you this morning that though the weapon may form, that it will not prosper. Father, we thank you this morning that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you, Lord, you deliver us out of them all. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you this morning that we have never seen the righteous forsaken and we've never seen it seed begging for bread. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that we are not beggars over here. Hallelujah. We thank you. We're not beggars, Lord, but we're blessed. We thank you that you have blessed and prospered the work of our hands. We Thank you this morning, hallelujah, that you saved us and changed our lives. We thank you that you have healed our bodies and that you have made ways for us and opened doors for us. We thank you that there are so many people that gave up on us, so many people that walked away from us, so many people who did not understand us, but you, you have been here with us every step of the way. And for this, we say thank you. Father, this morning, we confess that we are sinners who have been saved by your grace. So we thank you for salvation this morning. Thank you for cleansing us. Thank you for cleansing our hearts. Thank you for cleansing our souls. Thank you for cleansing our minds. Thank you, oh God, for cleansing the intents and the purposes of our heart. We thank you. We thank you that when we close our eyes on this side, that we'll wake up and see you on the other side. We thank you that our eternity is secure in you. You are our everything. And we bless you. And we ask God now in the name of Jesus that you would give us the grace. Hallelujah. Give us the grace that we need, Father, as we come up on these last few weeks of this year. Oh, 
God, as we come, Father, to the last couple of days of 2023, oh, how you have kept us. Oh, how this year has been a, a, a tremendous year. It's been a, a good year. It's been a year of many successes, and it's been a, a year of many sorrows, oh, God. But even in the successes and the sorrows, we thank you, oh, God, that your grace has been sufficient for us. Hallelujah. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, I pray for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice. I pray, God that you would give them the wisdom that they need. I pray, God, that you would give them the understanding that they need. And they begin to plan, plan, God, plan in their businesses, plan for their lives, plan for their children plan for their organizations, plan, oh God, for their homes and, and the, the goals that they have for themselves. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that they would be sensitive enough to know, to ask you what they should be believing you for. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that our because you know, you know, you told us in your word that you know the thoughts that you think towards us. You told us that you know the thoughts, the plans that you have for us, that you have good plans for us and not evil to give us a future and a hope. And so, Father, if you know the plans that you have for us, we want the plans that you have for us. We don't want our own plans. We want the plans that you have for us. So, Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice. I pray this morning, in the name of Jesus, that you would download within their spirit. Father, a divine plan from you. Father, give them a plan from God for their lives. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, a plan that will increase them, a plan that will advance them, a plan, God, that will prosper them. In the name of Jesus, a plan that will bless their hands, a plan that will make them rich, a plan, oh, God, that will extend their lives and extend and expand their influence. In the name of Jesus, a plan for good health. Hallelujah. This morning we're praying for plans this morning. We're praying for a plan for good health. Somebody said, Lord, give me a plan for good health. Come on, open up your mouth, Lord. Give me a plan for good health because I don't want, we can't be on the internet and just reading what everybody else is doing. But you know the way that we take. Father, you know what is best for us. So this morning, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would give us a plan for good health. And I pray, God, that you would give us a plan for good success. Father, many of us, uh, there's been a spirit of failure uh, that's been attached, a spirit, a way of being that governs one's soul. Not a demonic spirit, but a way of being, oh God, that governs our souls. Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we break it, we break it, we break it, we break it, and we decree and declare that this shall be the year of great success. And so, Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus for every man and woman under the sound of my voice that you would download a plan for good success in their life in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I pray, Lord, pray, God, that you would download a plan, oh, God, for families, oh, God, that families would come near. Don't let us out make plans and, and don't include our husbands and don't include our wives and don't include our children and don't include our loved ones. Father, we don't want to make plans without them. Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus that you would give us grace. Give us the grace that we need to plan efficiently. Father, I pray that you would give us the grace to plan 
hallelujah, and give us vision, oh God, I pray. Allow us to see the ways that you would see. You told us that your ways are above our ways and your thoughts are above our thoughts, Father, and so we can't see the way you see, but I pray, God, that you would open up our eyes and let us give us sight beyond sight. Allow us to see what's coming down the line. Allowing us to allow us to see how we should adjust our lives. Give us a vision for our lives. Give us a vision for our personal life. Give us a vision for our business life. Give us a vision for our relational life. Father, give us a vision for our spiritual life. Give us a vision for our health, Lord God. Give us a vision this morning. Father, for the vision is for an appointed time. And I thank you, Father, that this is now the hour and this is the time. I thank you for transition. I thank you for those that are under the sound of my voice, those right now, Father, that are in great transition. Father, they're moving from one place to another. They're moving from one occupation to another. They're moving from one business place to another. They're moving from one level to another. Father, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would give them the grace, give them the grace to settle in to their new place. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for there are some who may be uncomfortable with where you're taking them. There are some that are uncomfortable with what you have for them. But, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would give them the grace to accept the new. Hallelujah. Father, we're letting go of the past. We're letting go of what didn't work. We're letting go of what we wanted but you didn't want for us. Father, we're letting it go. And we, we are saying yes to you all the way. Father, we're not going into 2024 with a half yes. We're not going into 2024 with a maybe, but God, we're going in with a full and a complete and a total yes. And so, Father, we repent this morning. We repent for having a half yes. We repent, Father, for, for not giving you our everything. We, we repent, Father, for being hearers of your word, but not doers of your word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're ready now. We may not have been ready in 2020 or 2021 or 2022 or 2023, but Father, we're ready now. Give us the grace to live out the life that you have for us. Give us the grace, oh God, and give us the, the anointing that we need, the power that we need, the authority that we need. Father, in the name of Jesus, we commit our ways to you. We trust you, Father. We trust you with our alive. We trust you with our relationship, and we trust you with your heart. I just heard the Lord say to tell somebody to trust me with their heart. And so, Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we trust you. When we can't trace you, when we can't understand, when it don't make sense, we know that our lives are in our hands. So this morning, Father, we make a commitment, we make a decision that we'll never make a plan without you. We'll never make a plan without God. We'll never make a decision with God, without God. We'll never have a vision that God did not give to us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we put you first in our lives. We put God first. We put prayer first. We put your word first above our lives, oh God, and above our circumstances. It is our prayer this morning in the name of Jesus that you would lead us and guide us in the way that we should go. 
Father, I pray, God, that you would order our steps, order our decisions in the name of the open doors for your sons and your daughters. And as you have done with me over these last few days, unexpected money has been showing up everywhere. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that money would find your sons and your daughters. May money find you today in the name of Jesus. May blessings find you today in the name of Jesus. May favor find you today in the name of Jesus. May healing find you today in the name of Jesus. May miracles find you today in the name of Jesus. We love you today. Oh, God bless our children. Watch over them and keep them in the name of Jesus. Keep them from hurt, from harm, and from danger. And we pray this morning, Father, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, we pray, Father, that they'll forever be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength and you are our Redeemer. Let every heart that believeth say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Never make a plan without God. Come on, say it with me. Never make a plan without God. Never make a plan without God. Go ahead and make your plan. But when you make your plan, do not make your plan without God. I want to invite you to join me on Sunday. Sunday I will be ministering in um, – in Forestville, Maryland, the uh, at the Life Center Church, the church that we use, uh, Hope Center, the church that we use there, they're having a special service, and they've actually asked me if I could come and be the speaker this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. And so those of you that are in the D.C., uh, Maryland, and Virginia area, I would love, love, love to see you. Um, it's at 3300D Marlowe Lane in District Heights, Maryland, and we will be there at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday. Amen? All right. I love you all with the love of the Lord. If you came late, you can go back and listen to the replay. It will be available for you in an hour. If you've not joined our newsletter list, I need you to do that. Go to AzizaMorrison.com. Also, I need you all to join our Facebook When Zion Travails Prayer Call uh, Facebook page group. So search for that. Uh, you'll recognize it when you see it. I need you all to join because there's sometimes I don't want to post things publicly. I just want it to be known for you. And so if you're not in that group, you're not going to see it. All right? I love you all with the love of the Lord. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.